It's the Odd Drunk Podcast, a very strange podcast, the drunkest show in the world. It's Jackson and Colton talking out of their ass. We don't care as long as drinks are poured. Sometimes we have our friends here. We will talk about anything. Anything. We don't care as long as we have beer. And if you let that whiskey ring. So what dumb Christmas movie are we watching? <laughs> oh, how many people should we offend or would care? Yeah, see, it's a, it's like a different question than like what Christmas movie I would actually watch. Right. Hey, guys, welcome to the Odd Drunk Pod. Uh, this is our annual Christmas commentary episode. And unlike the last, well, the first one, we just watched Die, Die Hard with a bunch of friends and got uh, you know, didn't really want, you know, make a commentary on it. Yeah. But then the other two, we are the other one. We actually put some thought into it and plan for it. Yeah. This time we're bringing it. We are. So I, I do not have any notes prepared for the movie we are watching, which you already know what we're watching because we, we, we would have decided I don't have any notes. I don't have any tabs open. I'm just going in. I have Pennsylvania Dutch eggnog. If we want to speed run through what we're drinking, Sam yeah. Adams cold snap. Ooh, that's a good one. Their new seasonal one. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. good. It's crisp. It's light. Yeah. And you're drinking uh, the winter ale from Einstock Brewing. Man, such I got to track down a place that carries beer. Einstock again. I, I love their winter ale. It's so good. I think, I don't think. Einstock's one of those breweries. I don't think they have one bad beer. Yeah, everything is super good. I've them. never um, had anything from Einstock that I considered bad or below average. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah they're stuff. awesome. Hmm. Um, but anyway, yes. Uh, probably to Santa Claus too, though, right? I think that's the natural... Choice. I mean, we did it last time. I guess we do a whole series on it. We'll finish Santa Claus before we finish Godzilla, though. I bet you anything. Yeah, there's, there's only three Santa Claus movies, but... Yeah. <laughs> no, there's the fourth one, right? Uh, well, they oh, did no, a, the show. There's a show, but... um, If you count that. We're not going to do commentaries on shows. Why not? Let's do Young Sheldon, the commentary. We'll binge watch an entire season <laughs> of Young Sheldon as in one, one sitting. episode. In one sitting. I will crest days off for it. We'll make it happen. In one sitting. <laughs> one of these days. Uh, one of these days. Um, we will do a, in our dreams. a Young this Sheldon season awful. one commentary. <laughs> At least a review. It's it would be our best episode ever, unironically. <laughs> I actually I actually kind of like Young Sheldon. I've been watching Young Sheldon. I haven't watched. I've just seen clips of it. It's it looks okay. It's fun, you know. It's yeah. cute. It's um a family sitcom, but it's a funny one. Right. It, it's actually funny. Um, yeah. Big Bang Theory was funny, but as many sitcoms go. It went to um, it went too heavy into story and like romance mm -hmm. 
and drama. It Big became Bang Theory was a, always uh, it had its moments, but soap opera. It kind of became a soap opera, yeah. and when sitcoms do that, it it's never really good. Yeah, Big Bang Theory had its moments, but I generally wasn't a huge fan. Um, I respect what it did for sitcoms. Yeah, same with a uh, Modern but, Family. I always liked that one, but uh, um, I haven't watched it's the it in- safe. Yeah, I haven't watched it, it in years, and just knowing what I remember about the characters from when I did watch it in its early seasons, um, I how is it still on the air? Like, it was the safe office <laughs> spinoff, yeah, kind of, and that style. But Parks and Rec, you could say that about Parks and Rec. It was kind of a safe show. Yeah, but Parks and Rec has a part to it, though. So, no, no, it's no, least, it's earnest. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's. I, I actually really like Parks and Rec. I think what I mean is though, it felt so much like The Office. Mm-hmm. But I, I think I, what it did better. I think that ultimately that's what makes or breaks a sitcom is how how earnest does it actually feel? Does it does right, it feel yeah. like the actors and writers actually want to be involved? Um. Yeah. And Big Bang Theory and Modern Family got to the point where I'm like, I don't believe that a single one of these people wants to be involved other than for the paycheck. <laughs> but anyway. Uh, Santa Claus 2. Santa Claus 2. We're going to watch it on Disney+. Plus. Also, I know we've made fun of Friends a lot, that show, but I just want to say rest in peace to Matthew Perry. That's yeah. unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Um, I also... The singer from the Pogues. Um, oh, Shane McGowan. Oh, Shane McGowan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, sad. Yeah. I I I always kind of got a little sad listening to Fairy Tale in New York, but now it's going to hit even harder now, knowing that they both have passed. Mm-hmm. Um, Christy McCool, right? She yeah. yeah died in a boating accident. Something like that. I don't remember. Um, Mexico. Yeah. Sorry to start it on a downer. But just rest in peace, you know, just we don't do that much anymore, but sometimes yeah, it usually feels morning, right to acknowledge morning it. oddities is when we acknowledge stuff like that. Usually. Do stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah go check morning, out morning oddities. Start your morning off. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Obituary. Um, yeah. Anyway, Tim Allen. OK, yes. I got to restart because I did test it out. Um So, I'm going to restart my commentary. (laughs) I mean, movie. I'm going to restart my movie. Okay. Where is the movie? Come on. I have it pulled up. Disney Plus. Disney Plus made me, forced me to change my password earlier, which was annoying. Um, don't know they why. They forced change my aspect ratio earlier. Oh, how dare they? They put it in god awful IMAX like aspect ratio. <laughs> no, IMAX is actually pretty cool, but we Yeah, have you seen the in the moment? The size of those film reels they use for IMAX, it's freaking Oh yeah, amazing. it's amazing. I yeah. <laughs> uh, Anyways, let's start this commentary out. So, right. if you haven't listened to one of our commentaries before, I'm going to say three, two, one, play. We're all going to start our copies. It's on Disney Plus if you have that. If you don't, 
bust out your DVD collection of the Santa Claus starring Tim Allen for all I care. <laughs> and we're going to uh, we're going to sync up on the Disney logo. So I'm going to yeah. say three, two, one, play. We're going to play and then we're going to sync at Disney. All right. Um, which we're going to get into Disney talk in a second. Yeah. Three, two, one, play. All right. I had a slight bit of lag. We're probably going to be off because we record remotely now. That's just, it, it is what it is. Yeah, but, but you'll, you know, be, if... you'll be in sync with my copy at least, as long as I don't have lag. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, that, that's always part of it. Um, Disney, what's happened to uh, Disney? There goes lately? a plane. We're sinking. There's, yeah, there's a plane. It's the elf plane, right? Yeah, I don't remember this part of the movie. <laughs> Be totally Ooh, I hope it doesn't bleed into my mic because it's actually coming out of my monitor. Oh. Let me fix that. <laughs> okay, we're good. <laughs> it was playing out loud on my desktop speakers. Uh, let's see. I, I need to adjust volume and shit. This... Oh, yeah, Tim it's Allen. way off, isn't it? Uh, he's a loud man. He's, you know, he's played around on the white stuff. He snorted a lot of that snow out there. <laughs> or not snorted. He's uh, the Santa that, Claus. Wow, that's terrible rotoscoping. Two. Jesus. There it is. The that Santa was Claus. The worst two. rotoscoping. Oh, the special effects in these movies are something. These special. YouTubers, you know, when they're not. Uh, Hiding in their dungeons make better edits than that. But anyways, podcasters are no worse. <laughs> no, but what's happened to Disney lately? I mean, do you want to talk about that for a second? Sure, yeah. Massive flops lately. Mm -hmm. Wish was a flop. The Marvels was a flop. $200 million just tax write-offs, basically. Yeah. Um <laughs> I don't know. It's it's one of those things that where where Disney owns so much now that if their first party stuff like Marvel and Disney animation and all that is flopping, they're still making money. Of course, and you know. their most profitable movie of the year early this year, or technically late twenty twenty two, but uh the new avatar movie and that's oh, not even yeah. their original content they just bought that from james cameron of mm -hmm. course the new avatar movie was going to make like two billion dollars well i mean uh the first one almost made three i do like their how they're doing this with the um the credits here how they're in like sync with the uh the image See what are I mean? we talking about this movie? The movie, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um yeah, that's kind of cool. Uh but anyway, no. Um I was seeing I like someone recently uh talking about so January 1st, 2024, Mickey Mouse, Steamboat Willie is going to be in the public domain. Oh yeah. Um and uh Disney has not made any efforts to lobby um to extend their copyright. And uh, even though they probably could, and there's a bunch of reasons. Um, so Mickey Mouse should be royalty free coming up. 
Well, you technically the original version of Mickey Mouse from Steamboat Willie. Um, but you could parody him, right? Yeah. Well, you can already do that. South Park does it. Mm-hmm. But but what it would mean that like uh, here on the podcast, if we wanted to play a clip from Steamboat Willie, we could. Starting next. Oh yeah, year. we could just play whole episodes. Yeah. <laughs> so if we wanted this to do week's a... Steamboat yeah. Steamboat Willie commentary. <laughs> but um, you know, this is weird. This looks like an Austin Powers movie. Like he's Doctor Evil. Y- you know. Yeah, I I watched this recently, and I don't remember like this whole big laser. They're about to shoot this plane now and start a war crime. Yeah, we'll commit a war crime. They're gonna shoot down a plane over international air, airspace. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, but anyway, people are... they would they would do it too if they had to yeah. to preserve Christmas so they don't get caught. Yeah, the secret of Santa, right? That would totally kill him. Santa would kill people. He will eat your liver. Yeah, they they are they are prime numbers ready to shoot down that plane. This is like when they're counting down the atomic bomb in Oppenheimer. <laughs> right. That oh, and David Krumholtz, he's the numbers guy, the elf. Yeah. He was an Oppenheimer. Oh, <laughs> Nice. Um, But anyway, uh, with Mickey Mouse going to public domain, there's a bunch of reasons why uh, Disney hasn't um, done anything about it. And uh, one of the reasons is probably just because in the past couple of decades, Disney has acquired so many properties and companies and grown so much that Mickey Mouse is such a tiny fraction of their worth. He's the mascot. Yeah, kind but, of. And, they don't even use that him that but, much in marketing anymore. Well, it's just when you look at Disney as a company, weird, just and, the ears. and how big they are and how much they own, it's just like he Mickey Mouse is such a tiny part of what they're worth that it's probably not worth the public backlash for them to fight a public domain. Right. Child labor. Oh, what? Ah, that's not right. They were like, "God damn it, Curtis! You you just almost almost forced us to shoot down a plane with your with your music." Right. <laughs> oh, he's got a twelve gauge under his bed, though. You know it, Santa. Oh yeah, and also those two little elves there were totally drinking. Oh yeah, sit on the barrel there. Yeah, it's a weird walk. You know, what's the thing with these sets in this movie? It's what? What do you mean? I just wonder how they put together the sets. If it was a matte painting in the back, or um, well, I'm sure there's some. Uh, I'm sure there's some matte painting stuff going on. This is still the era where matte paintings were becoming less common, but they were still around. Or maybe there's some CGI going on.
these go straight to DVD. Did they? I don't know. I think this one was straight to DVD, or was it the third one? I think it was the third one. The third one has uh, Martin Short in it. Oh, yeah. And I don't know. He, he kind of creeps me out in that one. <laughs> like, Martin Short's a good comedian. I, I like him in things. He's in the new uh, Hulu show. Oh, with Steve Martin. And, um, yeah. Yeah, but Steve Martin, Selena Gomez. It's pretty. It's really uh, yeah. I've heard that's a good show. I haven't watched it yet. It's, it's, it's pretty fun. It's interesting. What are they doing there? You know he's bad because... I don't know, the beanie hat and hoodie, I don't know. He looks like what every 2000s kid would dress like, right? Yeah. Right? Just kind of generic. Oh. Dies like when Stacy or something. Just snaps his back. I mean, you know, so they, they went on they went on the roof to uh repel in. But knowing that type of building, you know, it's like a three-story building. They probably had to break into the building first to get to the roof access. Oh, no, he's doing graffiti and listening to alternative music. <laughs> <laughs> what a menace. Lock him up. <laughs> wow, this is the actual soundtrack? Yeah. What is this band? Who are these guys? Oh, look! Look at this. He's he's. This is some Blink One Eighty Two ripoff band. Who are these guys? I he's spray painting anti Christmas graffiti. Wow, that's so bold. Bold of him. You know what bad movies remind me of? What? Like in terms of pacing and um, scripts, actually, it's not a bad movie. It's a good kids movie, right? We're just cynical. We're just adults. Yeah, we're just being assholes. We're just being jerks. <laughs> but that's that's why we do this. No, I just can't. It just weirds me out that the elves are literally children in this and not, like, small men. Like, Will yeah. Ferrell's version of the elves is a little bit more... It's less cringe, to be honest. I don't know. Yeah. It's just strange. It's strange having a bunch of children that you know Tim Allen was yelling at, you know, <laughs> off... You know, and the outtakes and stuff. <laughs> Probably traumatized a bunch of children with this. Yeah. Drunk Tim Allen. 
he's good. He, you know what? I do like Tim Allen though as Buzz. He's a good Buzz Lightyear. Yeah, Toy Story. Yeah, he. Have you seen the um, the Christmas Chronicles, the Kurt Russell Santa Claus one? I haven't seen that one. He's like the cool, you know, Santa. Yeah, because it's Kurt Russell. Yeah, um, you, you can't have Kurt Russell not be. And he kind of just plays Kurt Russell playing Santa, not Santa, but <laughs> if just Kurt Russell was on set, just showed up on set, with, you know, without uh, any rehearsals, just Kurt Russell. They're playing football. This is just for fun. Yeah, he's going <laughs> to... So is it just him? And it's versus... just like this on the new show too. Children, yeah, they're like hundreds of years old or whatever, and lore, right? But they're children. Yeah. Oh, Maybe I'm just weird. I don't know. Oh dang. He's being nice to them. He could have just decked some of them. <laughs> 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 doesn't see it coming santa you you're uh you could have taken them do you hear that i'm playing stuff on my phone no that's a really cheap way to do sound effects really <laughs> terrible way right uh tim allen uh, I'm turn on subtitles. They here. they have grunt compilations. I I would not want Tim Allen to grunt at me. <laughs> Let's see, English. <laughs> Charlie. Oh, Shane. that's so dated. Wow. <laughs> Is this when the Charlie Sheen thing happened? He's no, I think this is a little bit before um he went. Oh, crazy. so before the actual accusations, right? Well, because Charlie Sheen did a bunch of drugs and all that sort of stuff in the nineties and then did two and a half men and then he went crazy. Yeah. Jeez. So, <laughs> what? Okay, so what is this saying about the lore? So he has to have a Mrs. Claus, mm -hmm. even though they never bothered to mention this type of thing in the first movie. 
Yeah. Uh, they just forgot to tell him. <laughs> he didn't get the memo. I like David Krumholtz. He, he, he's an underrated actor. Apparently, Christopher Nolan yelled at him a lot when they made Oppenheimer, though. I, I saw some interviews where he had to do 45 takes on this one scene sitting at a dinner table of uh, Killian Murphy. Huh. Like, all they were doing was just sitting and having just throwing dialogue at each other. And they had 45 takes. Damn. Because Christopher Nolan thought he was getting in his own head like he was overthinking it. He just wanted him to be himself. Right. Or something like that. And Stanley but he said, even though it sucked working with him at the time, he's glad that he um, pushed him that way. I don't know. Motivated yeah. him. Stanley Kubrick was kind of was was notorious for being like that. Oh, he was he was even worse. Yeah. Made um. So oh, so he has shining. He has twenty eight days to gaslight a woman into marrying him. Yep. Um, is the plot of this movie? <laughs> It sounds worse when you put it that way. But that's what happens, though, right? That is. And not just like, a, oh, like, like let's just do a courthouse wedding so technically I'm married. It's like, no, you have to, like, commit to being a Oh, magical... it's like a political wedding. It, yeah. It's just... It's just... Oh yeah, they introduce the other yeah. like yeah. holidays. Oh god. Well, no, they're not all holidays. The Father they're, Time. They're legendary figures. Yeah, the two fairy Cupid. Why did they have to include the Easter Bunny here? Um, I don't know, but I wish they had done it differently. Like, that's actually terrifying. I think they they could have they could have just put an actual bunny on the couch and called it the Easter Bunny because he doesn't right. have any just important lines anyway. Yeah, he, he could literally be a rabbit, but no, he's a horrible rabbit man. <laughs> Mutant. Yeah, he's... Like, everyone else looks like how you would want... No. So were these all normal people too at some point? Like the two fairy hit his head or something? Yeah. Uh I don't know. Well, I'd imagine like Mother someone Nature else had Father... to become the tooth fairy. <laughs> like in the rock movie, Tooth Fairy, where he became the Tooth Fairy. I think with with maybe with those types of characters, uh, but uh I'd imagine maybe Father Time and Mother Nature are are 
a different case, but um, now I'm wondering. So was the Easter Bunny once a guy? I think so, and he got bit by a. Uh, he got bit by a rabbit, like a feral rabbit. <laughs> it's a were rabbit. It's a were rabbit. Yeah. Oh. Uh. No, I don't like it. It's yeah. <laughs> also, I'm noticing that these puppets in the background are very invested in the conversation too. This is such a horrible universe. <laughs> no, it's okay. I guess I don't know. We like movies sometimes. I don't know. I also hate the 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 weird rotoscoping they did with with Cupid there. They just shot him on a green screen and stuck him into the image. Just copy and pasted, I guess. <laughs> Man, this beer is so good. Have you had the winter ale from Einstock? Uh, I have it. Uh, it's kind of like a Scotch ale style, but not quite. Don't they have one that has like a bit of cranberry in it or something? Yeah, they have two um, winter seasonal beers they put out. They have this one, and I don't remember what the other one's called, but I think that's the one with cranberry in it. Um. Yeah, like I like we said earlier. I think they're just a great brewery. Nothing bad to say about Einstock. Says uh, ale brewed with spruce tips and smoked barley. Yeah. There's a bunch of bunch of Christmas and holiday winter ales out this time of year, and I think this is oh, hands yeah. down my favorite one. Do you think Christmas beers are better than how like October fest? Like pumpkin beers, stuff like that. Well, I think Christmas beers are better than like fall beers, but right. better than a good Oktoberfest. Oh, I don't know. That's a really well made Oktoberfest is one of my favorite types of beers. Right. I mean So I, I gotta throw this out that um their whole plan here is just terrible. A rat. It's just a terrible Rats. idea. They're gonna clone Santa Claus with a, a a toy clone machine. Oh, and this is when we get the robot Santa, right? Toy Santa. The Terminator. Toy yeah. Santa, yeah. Yeah, he's a toy. <laughs> and it's horrifying. <laughs> yeah, it is. But Bernard, the head elf, he's he's absolutely right that this is a terrible, terrible idea. Well, yeah, he would know. He's like, not only would having a clone of Santa be a bad idea, but also it's probably not a good idea to put it Santa into a machine you're not sure is going to work at all. <laughs> like, what if he killed Santa here? Incinerated him. <laughs> 
incinerated him. Yeah. Well, wait, let's go wait. get another one. Let's go find another guy, I guess. Yeah, they'd have to go and <laughs> kidnap another man. Or is it whoever kills Santa becomes the next Santa? Well, in the third movie, they establish it also has to do with putting on the coat. Okay. Be- because because the third movie is Jack Frost goes back in time and to that moment and gets the coat before um, Tim Allen can. Yeah, that's a bad movie. <laughs> Come on, they don't have this the balls movie... to show a full frontal. <laughs> It's just a toy. It's not real. Come on. (laughs) This is the mask of the Santa movies. Yeah. The masked son of the mask. Not the Jim Carrey. I mean, I actually do think the makeup and all that is done pretty well here. He's a plastic man. Yeah. Like the 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 masks, like prosthetics and all that. It's just uncomfortable. Oh yeah, no, I... he has a Clone Wars beard. That's what he has. No, it's not even as stylish as a Clone wooden Wars beard. beard. <laughs> Obi Wan's wooden beard. He has a Clone Wars beard that, like, a side character that's in one or two episodes would have. At least Obi Wan actually has some like style to his beard. Well, they upgraded the graphics in those in season seven. Mm-hmm. When they had Disney budget at that point. I remember I didn't watch the Clone Wars um, growing up. And it was partly because the animation style really was off-putting to me. At least it wasn't like Spider-Man Unlimited or something. Yeah. Or the Iron Man one, where it's just terrible cel-shaded 3D models. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't until I was like... It was stylized. I liked it. It wasn't until I was like uh, done with high school that I actually started watching The Clone Wars. Um. I love the reindeer animatronics. Yeah, it's actually one of the best parts about. I think it absolutely is, is the best part of the movie is the reindeers. Well, because animatronics, even fake ones, are still going to feel more natural in the scene than CGI. Mm-hmm. And also, Our... I just I think the way they designed it and the the noises that the reindeer make is. I think it's one of the few parts of these movies that are actually, especially if you're a little bit stoned, um, are actually funny. Right. <laughs> no, but Christopher Nolan said we are trained to detect CGI now because we're so overexposed to it. Mm-hmm. So we become used to it, basically. Yeah. And he he doesn't believe in not using CGI. He will if he has to. But his point is that CGI shouldn't be the punchline. I, I, should... I would agree with that. I think 
I you see people online talking it about should accent what you've actually captured on film. Yeah, I think you see people online talk about how CGI is worse nowadays. That's not true. CGI overall is a lot better than it was a decade ago. Studios are lazy. Yeah, I, I think it's just that is that, and uh, also CGI not that also so overused that it's like CGI artists are also underpaid and overworked. Mm-hmm. Horrible hours, you know. Yeah, and um, well, a good Marvel tells them, oh, you got to change Thor's outfit to golden blue now. Yeah, like after before the last two weeks of the movie, you know. I always think. Um... So a good special effect, whether it's CGI or practical or however it's done, a good the difference between a good special effect and a bad one is whether or not it actually contributes to the scene. Right. Um, there's plenty of examples of movies, I think, with bad special effects, but they're well thought out. So I, one that came to mind recently is... is um, Percy Jackson, uh, the Lightning Thief, that movie. Oh, the yeah, they made a new show. Yeah. I haven't, I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, um, my fiance is excited about the show. I think the show looks okay. Uh, I want to watch it, but um, but that the the first movie they made, it's not a great movie, and the the CGI is also definitely not great, but they strike a good balance of when they are using special effects it's usually for a purpose, you know, so which makes it it, work. Yeah. So this is the victim of the movie. The woman that gets tracked down by this. By this immortal boomer of a man, immortal uh, old guy with the worm inside him. The Santa worm, you know, like and Jason <laughs> Voorhees in one of the movies, the Jason worm pops out of his chest like the alien because mm-hmm. they were copying that and goes to another person. He has that in him. Yeah, there's a Santa worm. It's a parasite. It's a Lovecraftian. No. Santa is not a person. It's a Lovecraftian parasite. <laughs> Well, we we did talk about um, maybe doing Violent Night for the commentary, mm-hmm. but that's on Peacock, and I have just the regular version of Peacock with ads, so we kind of do a commentary of that. Yeah, because yeah. honestly, Peacock with ads isn't even bad because they on movies they play them all at the start. Mm-hmm. You have to watch like I I don't mind ads three minutes of ads and then every once in a while then you have your movie. Um. If I'm watching, like, not for like a commentary or something like that, if I'm just watching, right? Or if I've if I've seen something like a hundred other times, yeah. Like I pay for HBO, like, but I pay for the uh, the what was it like eleven, twelve bucks a month or something like that for, but it has ads. Right. It's like it's a few bucks cheaper, and I really don't. It the ads are not super invasive, so it's fine. Um. Or like Red Notice, uh, the most watched movie of all time. I don't care how many ads I have to watch. I always watch that movie. Yeah. 
or the Lord of the Rings movies on HBO. Uh, I'll put on the extended edition and every half an hour they'll have a few ads. And it's fine because at this point I put on those uh, movies just in the background while I do stuff. Around the, around right. The it's just, you know, it's fine. It's cool having the movie on in the background. I mean, when a, with a movie like you that, still got to do stuff, to... but you want to watch you you want to watch the movie, but you still have to do stuff. Yeah, and it, when it when it comes to a movie like that, where I can I can recite scene entire scenes, um, an an ad every once in a while doesn't bother me. No, and it doesn't bother me to just ignore the movie for a while. Yeah, I can. You can pick like, up halfway through it and know exactly what's all... going on. Yeah. Yeah. Hell, I might not even. I might even take. We might take the dog for a walk during the movie. Come back, and we know we're on the part we want to be on. I don't know. Bernard, there's, there's... the head elf, is just gaslighting all the other elves here too. Into thinking that this is yeah, the real this movie out. actually teaches a really toxic message about gaslighting and lying to your friend. What is this? <laughs> Is this actually the movie? Yes. These long pauses and what is this movie? I mean, in some ways, I kind no. of appreciate it, but we got a of, scream from Tim Allen. This is one of those movies that um, I'm glad it exists. I this is frightening. Tim Allen yelling at kids. I would not. I would not make it any other way. He's the he's the dad that would, you know, throw the football too hard straight at you know a five year old's face, yeah, and pretend yeah. that it was an accident. He's that kind of dad. He's the dad he's that would get a little, a little bit drunk on Christmas Eve, and then when he's a Coors comes, Light dad. No, he's a, a Bush Light dad. Bush Light. Yeah, some uh, Keystone Light. Oh. Keith Stone. We have uh, yeah. at the at the liquor store I work at. Um, we sell Natty Light in thirty packs. Mm. Um, which of course is the classiest beer, uh, but it sells so slowly <laughs> that we recently had like five or six thirty racks that had expired. Wow! Because there's only like two people in town who buy them. <laughs> but there are those people we all know that consistently buy it. Yep. Our bush light or something like that. Oh, I I mean, when it comes to those cheap beers, it amazes me. Those cheap light beers, it's it amazes me how people are really loyal to their brand, even though they. Oh, all I know taste someone that's same. loyal to Bud Light like nothing. Yeah. Well, I remember if you remember like a year ago when. Uh, all the conservatives Blue got juice. really up and oh, you know, because Bud Light was supporting, well, yeah, you know, doing what every corporation does, yeah, they, support, you know, display the pride flag, support LGBTQ, yeah, don't communities. get it, don't get it twisted and think that that Budweiser actually gives it's a crap. Earnest. They, they, right. they, they see, they just probably think it's. They're gonna make more money by being pro LGBTQ plus than they are going to be 
to be so what right um so but what the whole controversy is all they did they didn't release like a pride can or anything like that they sent a customized can to it was like an instagram or some influencer who was um oh but uh and that that was all that happened um and people got angry about it and i remember in the liquor store working i would get people who would walk up and be like so are you selling bud light still and i say yeah it sells just fine and they'd go really i don't think i didn't <laughs> think anyone would be buying it and i was just like listen like people who drink bud light are gonna most people who drink bud light are gonna drink bud light no matter what because they don't like they don't care if you're if you're already like, drinking bud light on a regular basis you won't care yeah, I think most people who are loyal enough to drink Bud Light religiously, like a lot of Bud Light drinkers do, are not going to care what sort of marketing Bud Light does. You know? Yeah. That won't ruin it. So but I, it's... Yeah. I think with the exception of, like, very, very conservative small towns... um. I don't think there was much of. I don't think liquor stores noticed a much that much of a hit in Bud Light sales. No. <laughs> Speaking of conservatives, uh, Tim Allen. I love this. I love the um, introducing the Neil, the psychiatrist here. His sweaters. Oh yeah, he has very loud sweaters. I love how he's like he's lends him the sweater here. Uh and he's he's just like uh don't you doesn't he look good in that sweater? And she goes, It's what's inside that counts. And he goes, I thought you liked that sweater. <laughs> the guy looks like uh what's his name? Peter Gale? Or no, not Peter Gale. Uh oh yeah. Judge Reinhold, who's that? See, I feel I like uh, actor when this movie was made, that sweater was considered ugly, and it still is ugly. But I feel like nowadays people would wear it ironically. Some influencer would be wearing it in a yeah iceberg video right now. Yeah, you know that kind of thing. I've always thought about doing iceberg style podcast. Is that too obvious? Uh, would we put the effort into a good one? It would so have that, to be done well. That's the problem. That's I've thought about it too. That's that's <laughs> the problem. Is iceberg? You, it it takes a lot of prep to do it well. I'm not saying we couldn't do it or we shouldn't do it. It's just saying, do we want? Yeah, to? that's a good amount of prep time to actually do a good iceberg because you can't do a bad one. I don't care you. If you do a bad one, it's cringe. I've seen bad you iceberg don't want videos cringe. on YouTube, and they are, yeah. Well, sometimes you try to give the smaller creators a shot, and I found some uh, pretty cool YouTubers that way. But there's some, yeah. I follow a few YouTubers that are smaller, and they make really, really good videos. But um, yeah, and it's fun when you find a good small YouTuber who makes good videos, and you can see their their you know, subscribers and all that grow and they become a bigger channel. That's always fun to see. Oh, yeah. This lady is insane. Twitch, however, is horrible.
everyone in the room is very uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, this movie just makes me so uncomfortable. Everything about it. What is going What is she doing? <laughs> She's drunk. They just sat down. She's drank a few too many rum chattas. <laughs> Some peppermint rum chattas. Peppermint bark ones, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've never had one, but I'm tempted. No. If I want peppermint bark in my liquor, I'm. It was the guy in the background who is clearly like keeps he's laughing and keeps looking at them. He is clearly making fun of her. I just wanted extras. Yeah. <laughs> See, fetishizes Santa. Is that is that what's happening? Yeah, she's just insane. This movie has heavily sex sexual overtones going on. Well, he's trying to gaslight women into marrying him, so... Yeah, and impregnate them. Yeah. Because in the third movie, that's the plot of the movie. Oh, he, yeah. she's that, pregnant now. That's a big part They're of the having plot. having a baby. Yeah. And <laughs> Martin Short isn't having it. I don't know. Have you... um? Have you looked into the Napoleon movie? Uh, I've heard it's okay. Ridley Scott's Napoleon. Yeah, I heard, I've heard some people say it's really good. I've heard Walking some Phoenix. people say it. It's incredibly inaccurate. Dra- I've heard. Yeah, I don't know. Here's the thing about historically, like historical accuracy in movies is, I have, and this is coming from like I have a degree in history. I, yeah, I really appreciate historical accuracy when they do it. I do not think it's a requirement for a movie to be good. Right. And I'm not just talking about like make, like making, if it's artistic. Yeah. Well, I'm also, I'm not just talking about artistic liberties. I'm talking about like there, there shouldn't be any um, requirement for filmmakers to try to be historically accurate. accurate. Uh, It becomes a period piece at that point. Like the Captain America movie. Ex- where yeah, exactly. it's set in the forties, but obviously that didn't happen. Yeah, it's a superhero movie. I, there's nothing wrong with that. I, I think the only time where I think historical inaccuracy would bother me, and sometimes you see this, is when a movie pushes a a harmful narrative about a historical event. Um, so one example would be Apocalypto, uh, Mel Gibson. That pushes, I think, a pretty harmful narrative about like um, Aztec sac or I don't know. That movie has no idea what it's doing. Indigenous it's, people, um, but about like yeah, know, in Mesoamerica, like human sacrifice and all that sort of stuff. It pushes some kind of, I think, not very good narratives about that. So I, I think it's uncomfortable. But when it comes to a movie like, say, another Ridley Scott movie, uh, Gladiator, which is insanely historically inaccurate it doesn't push like a harmful false narrative it's a cool it's just like a like a shakespearean action movie it's, it's a shakespearean, shakespearean action drama movie. you know it's yeah and there's nothing wrong with that i mean shakespeare wrote historical dramas he wasn't always not, accurate he wasn't accurate he was never accurate it was satire yeah if you if you're if you're 
if you learn about Julius Caesar through what Shakespeare wrote, then you're not learning a true history of Julius Caesar, you know, but no. nobody shits on Shakespeare for that. Um, Shakespeare but, was even one person. He probably was. <laughs> and that's one of my favorite conspiracy theories, though, that people think mm -hmm. Shakespeare was an alias or something. It's not the most ridiculous um, theory, but uh, there, there's a few kind of like that, that I think. So an another one is a theory that people talk about. Oh, so he's going to just like deck all these elves in football. Oh, yeah. Now he commits assault on minors. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe Tim Allen just got drunk on set. Stored coke, and this is just what happened. And they just you know, they just caught the footage, <laughs> clothesline that one out. Yeah, <laughs> but um, I don't know, I don't know where I was. I lost my train of thought. Yeah, Tim Allen will do that to you. Yes, him and his Shakespearean acting, right. See, he threw the football at the kid. They do that. Dads do that. <laughs> now the police are involved. Oh, but that's what's happening in the real world. Okay. Yeah. I also don't know why he stopped for her. If he was running from the police. You'd stop for the principal? Yeah. No, if I was in his position, I would have just kept running. No. Yeah. Would have run right past her. <laughs> Like, you're more scared of your principal than the actual law enforcement? I guess. But your principal doesn't have a gap. Trim a tree, go to jail. Wow. He took a lot of time with that, too, you know? I mean, yeah, I think Those it's Those are some clean good. lines. Yeah. He's too talented. good, though, for yeah. something that Well, yeah, it's almost like probably the kid actually didn't do that. And maybe some set designers did, but. <laughs> it's cringe. What do you think of people discrediting movies as just being mid or cringe? What do you mean? You believe there's actually mid movies or actually just good movies and bad movies? Oh, there's mid movies. I, I think there's plenty of movies that are just somewhere in between. Um, kind of turn off your brain movies. Yeah. Those yeah. are fine. Yeah. I mean, not every movie is going to be, not every movie that's not like great is going to be also just atrociously bad. There's definitely movies that are just okay. Like, uh, a lot of the MCU, to be honest. Yeah. Iron Man 2. Lately. Iron Man 2, yeah, very mid. It's a very mid-cool scenes. Um, I kind of like it for that because it feels so, it feels older than the first Iron Man. Yeah. And its direction. <laughs> I don't know. Um, uh, Thor, Love, and Thunder was pretty cringe, in my opinion, though. 
I thought Thor Love and Thunder, it had some cringe scenes. It had some it good had stuff. Moments, but though. The main problem is that no single scene seems to fit in with the rest of the movie. No. It's just like... It was filled in a closet. It's two hours of very disconnected feeling sequences. Which makes yeah. it, I think, a bad movie. It's just... See, the MCU hit its golden age from basically Avengers to Endgame. Mm -hmm. It had some weaker movies between before Endgame. Yeah, of course, you had Iron Man 2. You had um, Thor The Dark World. Yeah, The Dark World. Which I, but then I've you also had Dark... absolutely amazing movies like The Winter Soldier, Civil War. Yeah, Winter Soldier is still probably my favorite MCU movie. That's it's definitely because that's when they were still trying to be genre films, like be their mm -hmm. own movie. Yeah, now they fit into this format, but that's why I don't know why so many people don't like uh, the new Doctor Strange. Mm -hmm. Because for me, it was such a breath of fresh air to have an original movie in the MCU where you felt the director's vision with Sam Raimi. I thought, yeah, I thought it was great. It was thought, his movie. Yeah, it, it was in the MCU, but he, it was his kind of movie. Like, yeah, it's not perfect, but as a, as a fan of At Doctor least Strange, it felt different. Yeah, well, as a fan of Doctor Strange and like the weird Doctor Strange stuff in the comics, it was fun to see that. And as a fan of Sam Raimi movies, it was fun to see that. It had a lot of horror elements too, yeah. like, like the part where the... Scarlet Witch crawls backwards out of the mirror. That when he has the zombie <laughs> cape or whatever, the ghoul cape. Yeah. Very Dark Souls looking. I Very... thought it was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we should talk about this movie again. Yeah. So this is Sorry. like the, I think one of the weirdest parts about him is even when he doesn't look like Santa Claus, kids like, sense it's, that he is santa claus and just approach him it's a poison gas it's a pheromone from the worm probably <laughs> jesus don't don't phrase it like that <laughs> that makes me very uncomfortable <laughs> i don't like i don't like that i don't like that i don't like it either way i don't, I don't know yeah. what i said that <laughs> Yeah. One day I want to do a commentary on the Barbie movie, to be honest. I was thinking about that. I Why that not just a... do a commentary on a good movie? Like what's what's the matter with that? I don't I Well, I mean we did No, the... we've done good movies. We have done good movies. The last commentary we did was good, Godzilla. Godzilla? But... Yeah, you gotta watch that one. I mean I don't know. That was the, a dark the... movie. It was kind of hard to do a commentary on it. I think the problem with doing a commentary on good movies is that we get too distracted by the movie because it's good. <laughs> right. We just want to watch the movie. Turn so zoom off, just watch the movie and then just text each other and be like, yeah, that was, that was a good movie. Wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. One of these days we will do that. We will. And then we'll just post the text message on Instagram. But then otherwise it goes the other way direction where the movie's so terrible 
where we just don't even talk about it. Cats, for example. Oh, that's the... Cats is legitimately one of the worst movies I've ever seen. That was... I own a cat now. She's a black cat. A Bombay cat, technically. Domino, right? Yeah, Domino. She was bred to look like a panther. Oh, nice. Uh, but she is just a... Like a Halloween cat, right? Yeah. But... If she morphed into a human version of herself, Ugh. that um, movie was just. Let's let, let's play a little. We have the commentary here. on it. You know, one day oh, I'm gonna so... rewatch that movie with that with the cat's commentary. Yes, just um, just to see how we made it through it. I know uh, your so, fiance so... just quit. She. Mm-hmm. She like left half with the movie. Left uh, the movie. She was actually yeah. willing to do a whole commentary with us. <laughs> and she usually wouldn't do that, but she she left because yeah, it was bad. It was but we bad. were like, she, well we had to stick it. We through. have I, to. I I would have left too if we were not the hosts of the podcast. Just cut the silence. <laughs> Here, here's here's a here's a good thought experiment for you, Jackson. Um if Domino, your cat, so in the movie Cats, they have a shockingly good cast: Ian McKellen, Idris Elba, Helen Mirren, right? Oh yeah. Um, if your cat were to morph into a human, a la the movie Cats, what actor would they resemble? Um. Ooh. <laughs> Ian, Ian McKellen would be. Well, yeah. What, what actor um, would, would they resemble that you would make you think? Uh, why did you guys? Why did you take this role? Jermaine. He did that once. And, uh, what we do with the shadows? Oh yeah, yeah. He morphed into your cat. I wouldn't want to see that, but I, I definitely wouldn't want to see anybody, but especially like Helen Mirren or uh, Ian McKellen, would just be unsettling. I, I would not like it. Tim Allen wouldn't be good, but he's never done that in a movie yet. <laughs> so you just, you don't think your cat would morph into Tim Allen? <laughs> He just screams at me. <laughs> he yells at me about Nat Light and gaslighting women into marrying him. Valid. <laughs> <laughs> so no. he's he's giving her a just like a perfect Christmas date. But he just uses powers if he wanted to. Uh, he or no, he actually has to. He is oh, usually, that's he how he is. got the sleigh and he's gonna throughout this whole sequence um he's gonna use his powers a bunch of times to just like spoil her with christmas magic to force this woman into this curse <laughs> it's it's not it's not him jackson it's it's the parasite the worm <laughs> you know what's really good i'm not even watching this movie in full screen It's in a window. See, I have two monitors. Set it's up right easier now. to. So I've got I've got the movie on one monitor and. No, I have on, two monitors on the other one. I have two monitors, but even on my big one, I I have it in Windows. <laughs> it's just a little more comfortable that way. It's getting a little too close. I have a jacket, but yeah, it's like it's his, an IMAX format for me now. <laughs> what about you?
Uh, I'm in uh... widescreen. No, I think I'm in IMAX format right now. Yeah. It's a good format for like action shots, right? It I is. don't think you would want all your scenes filmed in it, though. Yeah. I like it when it goes from widescreen to IMAX. Yeah, I have a coat. For a big, wide open. I have a coat oh, just yeah, like a... his coat, but it's blue. That's a nice coat. Like a pea coat, right? Wool? Um, I forget what they're called. Um, Duffel coats. That's what they're called. Duffel coat. Duffel coats, yeah. It has like those... I don't know what you would call them. Straps all on the front. Okay. You can't you can't see it in this scene here. Where does this movie take place? In New York? Upstate New York or something? Probably. Maybe. You know, uh Elf was a New York Christmas movie. Now that that's actually a good I, I wanted movie. to do, do that one too. Yeah, but... we maybe we should have done that. <laughs> Right, but too late. But every yeah, I mean, Elf is super popular, but it's uh, I think what's makes it what makes it funny still to this day is that most of the jokes aren't dated. Yeah, there's not a lot of jokes or dialogue like men, talking about like texting and stuff like that. Like, I don't know. Yeah, it it's... it relies on its jokes more than its references. I think yeah. good comedy shouldn't rely on references just to get they, people's attention. They managed to write a because a lot of comedies get become dated real fast, but yeah, yeah, the type of jokes that they make the in Elf managed to uh, hold up. Jokes about like uh, d you know, don't eat the gum on the on the sidewalk. Yeah. <laughs> it's not candy. Well, like when he goes to meet his dad. The actor, he's from Misery, right? I forget his name, but he mm -hmm. goes to meet his dad. But rest in peace, I know he... I gotta get his name now. He's, uh... Bob Newhart. No, that's right. Papa Elf. No, Who's... Yeah, no, no. Uh, the dad is the guy from uh, Step Brothers. He's also the dad of Step Brothers, isn't he? Is he? No, 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 that's the mom. The mom is... The... Daniel... Daniel Tay... The mom is the same person. One of them is the same person from Step Brothers. He was in Grand Theft Auto 4? Who did he Bully? play? What? He was in the Ballad of Gay Tony, apparently. Wait, oh. no way. Um... Yeah, uh, James Kahn. James Kahn, yeah. Oh, he played Sonny Corleone in The, <laughs> the Godfather. Right. Godfather, yeah. <laughs> That's probably his most well-known role. Um, Who is your favorite Santa or depiction of Santa? I know we've talked about this. Oh, I don't know. Um, who's the... Hold Doesn't on. he give a bunch of adults like old toys from the 50s? Oh, from when they were growing up, right? Yeah, right. Just like wooden toys and metal cars. 
what blocks okay yeah it's the mom in elf is in elf is also the mom and stepbrothers right oh yeah she is right um favorite toss depiction across of Santa I, Claus. I remember I don't that know. uh that played with the hacky sack right yeah toss across yeah it's like um tic-tac-toe but with the hacky sacks I mean, I always liked the Santa in the uh, old uh, Rankin Bass movies. Um, oh, the stop motion. Yeah, but but not the uh, not the one about the origins of Santa Claus because that that's creepy. Oh yeah. Uh, but the other ones like uh, the Year Without a Santa Claus and Rudolph, um, how they depict him in that because he's just a jolly. I remember old guy. the the Santa Claus Rankin Bass movie. Oh, Chuck Berry, nice. Okay. The but the um Rank and Bass movie was like they were trying to do like Richard Donner's Superman with it in some parts. <laughs> like we <laughs> there was yeah. scene there was I swear there was a scene that uh was a satire of the Fortress of Solitude scene where he throws the rock in the ice. I mean in yeah. the water. I swear yeah. they do a scene like that. No, I think you're Maybe right. Maybe it's the Mandela effect, but I feel like they would have done that or they've well, done that. I don't know. All right, I got to look. <laughs> I got to look this up now. Or oh. maybe it just had the vibe of that movie. I don't know if that was a real scene. Maybe it was a fever dream, like this movie. I think a fever um, dream is a fair way to describe this movie, right? Yeah, I mean, if I wasn't drinking some beer, I would have gotten really stoned for this. This is the type of movie I think you should be really stoned for. <laughs> um, That's not the best rapping I've ever seen. It's okay. It's I can nice. do rapping that's that good. Come on, yeah. Right. And I'm not Anybody. good at rapping stuff. I'm, I'm pretty average. I had to patch up some gifts this year. I had to patch some stuff up. <laughs> um, baby doll I knew a girl back in middle school that had a room well in her bedroom it was lined all the way on the ceiling, all around by baby dolls, like dolls. Uh, she had a room full of dolls, like a hundred dolls. I don't like that. I I was in her room once and never went back again. <laughs> I don't blame you. Yeah, I am not <laughs> exaggerating. She had a collection of dolls and actively displayed them. And you know what? That's cool. Just not my thing. You can do what you want. But I don't understand why people like dolls. It's weird. I don't know. I mean, maybe it's weird that we. Um, I mean, we like, like we like action retro figures. gaming. Action <laughs> figures, yeah, yeah. I, I I've thought about collecting more from McFarlane. I don't know. 
Todd McFarlane can be a hit or miss. You know, me. Todd McFarlane, he was Some a pretty cool artist when he was paid enough, I think. There was a yeah, lot of low I mean, budget he's, stuff he did. But he's absolutely like one of the more important spot is amazing. Like comic and artists of all time. But I like, actually I got a like a 99 or maybe even a hundred percent on um an art history project where our final was to write about any piece of art. And she was like, yeah, it could be from a comic book or even a video game cover or something. Nice. And you analyze the art and how it relates to um, certain different uh, historical art movements. movements. Nice. And I wrote about Todd McFarlane's Amazing Spider-Man number, I believe, like two or three issue. Oh. Where he's doing the big swing in the city. Yeah. I think I know yeah, what you're um, talking about. Yeah. That's awesome. Let me see if I can get the issue. And yeah, I wrote how it re- his now, use of now musculature was dressed uh, as uh, uh, Mussolini. Oh, and not, uh, yeah, Mussolini, actually. Yeah. It's <laughs> World War II, but not Nazis. It's Miss Mussolini. <laughs> um, I remember my tyrant. I took a film history class which was a lot of fun. And uh oh yeah. We, we had a couple t- uh assignments where we had to uh pick a movie, any movie and write a four-page review or like essay about the movie. And uh, I did my favorite one was I did a uh a paper on Logan. I did this one. Oh sick, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great one. But I, I did my paper on Logan, which was a lot of fun talking about oh, that movie. That's one of the best superhero movies ever, right? Like with the Dark Knight. Yeah, I mean, I th- I got like just I actually got, a good uh, movie. I got like an an A plus on that paper, and it was because I focused on uh, how that movie combines superhero, sci-fi, and western genres. I always did best on the papers I actually really kicked about yeah i don't remember what the other movie review i did for it was but maybe i can find it yeah now they're bringing hugh jackman back yeah i am excited for deadpool uh three that's gonna be i think that's the only marvel movie releasing next year which i see that as a good thing they need to just get back to basics yeah prove themselves again, release a really good movie again. So they're rushing stuff out. Their last actually good movie was Guardians 3, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Wow, these these kids need... Oh, I wrote a review on Blade Runner. That was the other one. Oh, Nice. I don't think I got as good of a grade on that one just because I th- I think that one was just me gushing about Blade Runner. But... <laughs> right. But the, the, I remember the Logan review was I got a good grade because I actually... I mean, I didn't say anything original, but it was at least more interesting than me just gushing on the movie. I didn't get <laughs> to ever do it, but it's always been a essay writer's dream of mine to do an uh, analysis on The Dark Knight. Oh, yeah. And how it's a excellent uh, 
post 9-11 movie, how it represents the repercussions of 9-11, the war on terror. Mm -hmm. Didn't get to do it, but I got to insert a bit of it, a bit of the idea into one of my essays about Zero Dark Thirty, because that's a post 9-11 movie. Oh, and I was like, yeah. and okay, I'm uh... going to throw in my Dark Knight comparison in there. And Zero Dark Thirty is like textbook propaganda. Oh yeah, basically, yeah. Um, no, I I basically what I included, I was like, the Dark Knight was actually a more accurate representation of the aftermath of nine eleven. Not just in its themes. Basically, Batman's the government. He's going after Joker, who represents terrorists and terrorism. Well, Tim Allen would be a terrorist too. Uh, <laughs> a January sixth terrorist. No, ooh. if 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 um if I were still in school, I would I would find an excuse to write a paper about this movie that we're watching now. Yeah, that's why there's so many video essays on YouTube. I actually Honestly, one time got drunk and thought about trying to do one, but I was like, no, that's going to be cringe. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I feel like. Honestly, it's I was not like, that, I have the equipment. I can do it. It's not that you or me couldn't, I think, put together a decent video essay. It's just that, like, you can't just do one. if you're going to start a YouTube channel, you can't do essays. You got to keep um, doing them. Right. There's this Otherwise, one YouTuber. you look like a chump. What's his name? The YouTube that released the SpongeBob skin theory. Mm. That's literally his only video. Let me see if I can find him. Yeah, I don't know. I I, I see the appeal of making video essays because if you're if someone's like you or me, where it's like we have ideas for essays we'd like to write, um, but. I don't know. I don't think I would go as far as starting a YouTube channel to do video essays on. Right. <laughs> that no, seems but like one a YouTuber, lot of work. Um, Doug Wollever has two videos on his channel. One titled The G-Man, some, something from five years ago, some skit that only got 60,000 views. But then the other one, SpongeBob SquarePants Skin Theory, 9.7 million views. It was a hit. <laughs> and he's never done anything in four years. That's, that one good idea that one That's good funny. video essay released it and I watched it and yeah it's an hour and ten minutes long still shorter in most of our videos I mean our yeah. podcast but I mean dude if I were I'll to do video to essays they would be 15 minute long videos I, I wouldn't <laughs> I wouldn't put I see some where they're like four hour long video essays and I'm like that's longer than my thesis was. <laughs> like that's insane. And I know they don't have the same like standards obviously no as like my professors had for me for my thesis but still and trying I... to sound smart for four hours. Yeah. <laughs> but that's still a lot of time put into something. I do I do remember um I did do an entire semester long research project uh based off of a Monty Python joke. <laughs> um which joke? Uh so it's uh 
from Life of Brian. Uh, so I took a you know a ancient Rome history class with uh, uh, Dr. Martin. Uh, you know Dr. Martin. Did you take a class with him? Yeah. Um, yeah, Roman history. Uh, so there is the joke in Life of Brian where he goes to paint um, Romans go home on the uh, do graffiti and then the John Cleese the centurion comes and like corrects him on his Latin. Sorry, I want to pause you for a second. This is fascist slave labor. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now he guy. just gets to yell at children in character. Yeah, he's probably having a great time. Yeah. Um, but but uh th so there's a joke in Life of Brian. It's so it's when Brian um uh, goes to graffiti on the wall, Romans go home, and John Cleese's Centurium um the sound effect uh corrects him on his on his Latin. Do you remember that oh. scene? So it's um uh, I don't remember like the he was phrase. writing it on the wall. Yeah, I don't remember the phrase. It's Romane Ite Domen, or I don't remember what it is. But I, 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 we had to do a research project, and we could pick any topic we wanted. And I took that one scene, and that one joke, with the entire idea of wouldn't it be funny if my uh, title of the essay was that phrase in latin but the wrong way that it was written in life of brian huh. because the professor also taught latin um <laughs> so right. i ended up doing a semester-long project like research project on uh the based first, off of a joke on the first judean roman wars <laughs> um just <laughs> all, all off of that one joke all with the intention of putting that as the title for the the essay um, you know, um, which he did something he, I learned. He did get the joke, so it was all worth it in the end. Let's go. Uh, <laughs> something I learned from writing essays: they're kind of like jokes sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's best in threes. Mm -hmm. You don't want to restate the same point more than three times in your introduction. I think three times, and then have like an alternative point. You know, your antithesis, and then your thesis. Yeah, that's a good way to yeah. Um because you know they always say, oh, horror is like comedy, it's always best in threes. Well, I think the same thing can be said for essays. Basically convincing someone you're right with the supported facts and evidence mm -hmm. and citations. And that doesn't mean you have to be right or they believe you're right, but at least you have logic behind your um thesis. Right. I don't know why I'm talking about this stuff. I think I just missed school. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> we're a bunch Have of we nerds. ever? <laughs> yeah, we're nerds. We do no, a I, podcast. I, I I mean, come on. I don't know. The the my my professor when doing my thesis really hammered into the idea of he doesn't want us just to write well academically, but he wants us to write well in general. And the the Yeah. The the two most important things I learned about writing an essay is you need to lay out your argument in general before you write the essay, which I took a logic class as part of the philosophy minor. Oh, that's um, really good for which helped that really helped with pieces. that. Um, but then also just a general rule of how you structure paragraphs 
is right. if the last sentence of the paragraph and the first sentence of the paragraph, if you can't read the first and last sentence. Far joke. Oh, yeah. But if you can't read, read the first and last sentence of a paragraph and then get the general gist of the paragraph, then your paragraph is too long. Right. That's that's the general if if the first sent if you're just sentence, wasting everybody's time if the last sentence has like nothing you to know, do with the first sentence then imagine a then click you that should be two paragraphs then imagine a clickbait style article to one of your professors if you showed them yeah. clickbait oh. how easy they would tear it apart and you know how lazy it is i hate clickbait i avoid it I gotta say this real quick. But every movie. once in a while, so they're they're trying to get the tooth fairy to come because they need a ride. So they're trying to pull out his tooth. And when Neil, the psychiatrist, hears, he's like, "What are you doing? What's all this racket down here?" And they're like, "We're trying to pull out a tooth." Without hesitation, he's like, "Yeah, I want to tie a toaster to Scott's tooth and pull it out." <laughs> <laughs> Without any hesitation, he's like, "I want to do harm to, to this man." Too. Yeah, he. He acts like he's naive, but he really did it out of spite and anger. Yeah. Because Tim Allen's trying to cuck him. He's taking the first first opportunity he gets to, like, le- with, without repercussions to, to harm this man. Impossible. Remember that? What? In the top left, Kim Possible, the poster? Oh, Impo- oh, I thought you right said now. I thought you just said impossible, and I was like, I don't know no. what you're referencing. Is the tooth fairy a dentist? No, he just pulls your tooth out. He doesn't pull your tooth out. He just takes your tooth and leaves money. Oh, I thought he took your teeth. No, That's no, he you lose a tooth and then you put it on your pillow, and he comes and takes the tooth. Oh, or she does. A... I I always thought the tooth fairy was a. He's not Maybe. a he's not a, a a dentist. He's a tooth collector. Okay. He collects well, children's teeth. You know there was a scary movie about the tooth fairy, a horror movie. Yeah. And um, her mask was made out of children's teeth. Yeah. Yeah, I had a dream about her one time. It freaked me out. I remember Is seeing the some rock post- tooth fairy movie and a spinoff from this. Is it? I mean, I've seen that movie a long time ago, but is it the same universe? Because as much as I, is. as much as I don't think highly of these movies, I would, I, I really, really want them to expand this universe. <laughs> Well, they're doing the Santa Claus show if that's what you want. Well, I don't want to watch more Santa Claus stuff. I just want to see other stuff in the universe. I want to see I want to see American Werewolf in London, um, but Easter themed. That's what I. Where it's the story of a guy from R slash R slash fan theories ten years ago. Every Santa movie takes place in the same universe. Originally pulled from crack.com. So this is not my ideas or Colin's ideas. This is from crack.com. Okay. It's fast approaching that time of year again uh, where we all hunt through Netflix, dig through our DVD collection, and even blow the dust off of some VHS 
tapes to watch all the Santa theme movies we remembered fondly over innocent years. Okay, there's a lot of pros here. Um, we just we just we just thesis, talked about the the poor quality of clickbait writing, and now we're gonna read it. Yeah. No, but basically the thesis of this whole fucking article is um that yeah, Santa's in the same universe as Two Fairy. Okay. And other Santa movies. Basically that Santa, the reason he's different in every movie is because another man gets possessed and turned into Santa Claus. That's why he's always different. Okay. So there's a very short lifespan to Santa Clauses then. Yeah. The parasite so. moves on real quickly. It saps the life force out. Of... Well, it's like Venom, you know, while it's trying to find Peter Parker, but then it gets with Eddie Brock, then it gets with Ooh. Flash Thompson. Right, right. It always wants to get back to Peter, but then it, it gets back to Brock. So, so I'm thinking a movie. Imagine this. A movie just like this. But themed around Easter, so it's the origin of the Easter Bunny. Or well, they did the Peter Rabbit movie with um, Charles Marsden, right? James Marsden, James Marsden, who's like always that guy in the movie. He was in the Peter Rabbit movie, the Sonic movie, and I think some other kids' movie, all about a dad riding in a truck with a cartoon character on a road trip. Yeah. He played the same character in like three movies. <laughs> James Marsden. So, but but so so just imagine this though. So the His weird eyes are peeled back. The weird were bunny, um, Easter bunny in this. Imagine so assuming that the Easter bunny works by the same rules as Santa Claus. So when one dies, someone else takes on the curse, right? Um. So I'm thinking American Werewolf in London, except it's Easter. Oh, and you turn into an Easter and, bunny. And it's the guy turning it become yeah, East, yeah. how he became the Easter bunny. Yeah. But I would watch it's just that. a parody of American Werewolf in London. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Which was already kind of a parody. Yeah. <laughs> I actually really like that movie though. It's one it of my a great that, horror movies. That's a great movie. Because yeah. it's it could be funny and campy, but it's also got true, um, just really oh. good horror sequences. Oh, the freaking uh, when he turns into the werewolf and yeah, the, the transformation scene in the hotel transformation room or scene is like the pure nightmare body he horror. has about Nazi. He has the Nazi werewolf nightmare. Right. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's a good movie. It's kind of a dark comedy, in my opinion, though. She's just so like. Shell I saw the wire. He basically, wire. from all the magic happening around her, that she's thinks she's in love with him. What? It's been like a week. Yeah, just about twenty-eight days since the first scene in the movie. A month. Mm-hmm. But keep in mind the time it takes to fly to and from the North Pole and all that sort of stuff. So probably only a couple weeks since well, he met her. Santa doesn't um, yeah. abide by... He, Santa spray, uh, breaks the rules of space and time. Yeah. Oh my god. That is cursed. Yeah. <laughs>
best character in the movie. In, in, in all three movies, in the whole trilogy. Here we go. The, the funny, the funny uh, uh, reindeer. Yeah. Which one is that? Uh, no, no, it's a new one. Uh, Chet? Have you seen the theory going okay. on around uh, people talking about online about how um, since like Reindeers shed their antlers, so male reindeers shed their antlers in the late fall, um, and females shed right. them uh, in the spring after they give birth. Uh, um, unless, with the exception of uh, castrated reindeers that they use for sleighs, shed their reindeer their antlers in the um, in the spring, meaning that the Santa's reindeers are either all female or they've all been castrated. That's true. <laughs> Santa did it himself. Yeah. Because if I they're... know a bunch of elf children castrated them. Yeah. Well, no, they're not children. They just look like children. Come on. Right. Excuse so what me. is he trying to do? And ruin Christmas or something? Uh, he's trying to give all the everyone coal because he thinks all the children have been naughty. Oh. Oh, yeah, they have to fight the toy soldiers. Do you think you could take one of those toy soldiers? If I had enough. Um... I think it would six be pack of six pack of PBR. I'd fight one. <laughs> I, I think they wouldn't be that hard. I mean, I'm not saying I could take down more than a couple, but. But they are made of metal. Well, even if they're point, like 10, that would still hurt. But they also don't have knees, so they would be really easy to just knock over. Oh, just kick over, yeah. Yeah, uh, they probably have terrible balance. I'm surprised numbers guy doesn't uh, hack them or something. <laughs> One of my math teacher teachers actually had us watch numbers, that show. <laughs> she was like, look how math can be applicable in real life and forensic science and stuff like that. You know, reasonably so. That's true, but also... I mean, as as an adult who took philosophy courses and like logic courses in school and stuff, I appreciate math more now. Yeah, but also my I remember I had a high school teacher where uh, someone asked them, "How are we going to use this in real life?" and her and her response was, "You're going to use it to pass this class." I've had teachers like that. That's same um, attitude, which Definitely. I really appreciate that. But so, why did he jump on the front reindeer instead of trying to jump on the sleigh? And oh, for that reason, okay. If this was like a John <laughs> Wick movie, he'd be shooting his Glock right now. He would have pulled out his Glock. I would like to see a John Wick style movie, but about Santa. Violent Night. Well, there's Violent Night. That's basically what it is. But I mean, like, I mean, like, it's Keanu, Keanu Reeves. Reeves. Basically, that's what I mean. I want to see Keanu Reeves play Santa Claus. Have you seen John Wick Chapter Four? I haven't yet. It's not. Holy been in a... 
fucking shit. It's not been in, on any streaming service, and I, I, I keep putting. I think off it's on actually, Peacock. Get Peacock. Well, I don't have Peacock right now. I think it's on there, but um, it is literally one of the best action movies I've ever seen. Nice. Yeah, it gets a little campy, but it does it so well. Keanu Reeves' lines in that movie are done so well. I've seen clips from literally. It. Um, he I've only speaks the, like the, um, Donnie. Yen he only clips. speaks like five times in that movie, maybe. Nice. I've seen some of the like, uh, yeah. the Donnie Yen clips. Oh, those are really good. Um, Donnie Yen's amazing. Check it. out uh, Corridor Crew, their uh, Stuntman React series. Um, but they they, they reacted this. They covered a few scenes from it, and they talked about how it's kind of fun how, and you can see it with Donnie Yen in that in those clips. Oh. Um, uh, oh, Colton, so, I know you were asking me how many of the toy soldiers I could take out, or if I could take out any. What about the yeah. elves? How many elves could you take? Could you solo the elves? Well, I mean, with how they're fighting probably in this not. movie, probably quite a few of them. How many, how old are those kids actually, the actors? Uh, uh, 10 years seven old? 7 to 12, or seven something 12. like that. Um, not as many as I think a lot of guys would say. Uh, kids can be vicious. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, <laughs> they have unrestrained. They don't care. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, I was uh, the corridor crew. They, they they both did a huh together. They were talking about the Donnie Yen in that movie. How, and they're covering one of those scenes. How it's kind of fun seeing these famous action heroes like Donnie Yen or Keanu Reeves. How they're almost like wwe wrestlers where they have they they have like their signature styles and moves that you expect to see in yeah. every movie well, that they're in like <laughs> what i we should we should do commentaries on john wick if not for good content just for us our sake yeah because those maybe movies that, maybe that'll be the next are peak action that we talk about honestly john wick is like peak action to me it's my favorite. It gets a little series. silly, but Keon, I think Keanu Reeves is so earnest in this performance, and it has amazing just shots. I mean, John Wick Four, they do a Hotline like... Miami style shot where it's the cameras up above the set oh, doing sick. a top down. It, they do I mean, all it, kinds of crazy stuff. In that it movie. gets silly, but it's like they prioritize the action sequences so well, and even though it gets silly, it's like it strikes this balance between it takes itself seriously, but not so much that you comic like, book universe. Yeah. Comic book universe. Really seriously, it where it's like, it's a lot of fun. I love those movies. I need to watch the fourth that one. Coin so. system. And like he, his jacket is bulletproof and everything. Yeah. It makes no sense and... when you think about it too much, but like the movie just is the movie just says, right don't think about it too much no there's a ton of scenes in this <laughs> new movie where he uses his jacket as cover and other guys jackets are bullet bulletproof like all their clothes oh right like when I he mean, gets to the like i mean it would make sense that if he gets a bulletproof suit, other people. people might have bulletproof suits right yeah yeah and yeah it gets pretty crazy he gets a nunchuck scene oh, in that movie. Uh, so so this is the he is just now telling her that he needs to that get he's married. santa that oh he needs to get married yeah yeah it is right now that he that she finds out that this is what this has all been about. The worm. <laughs> He's...
Well, I like to think of it that this movie is the worm is losing some of its control over him, but it's like a drug where he right. want where once you have a taste of it, you 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 know the chemicals in your yeah, brain you want symbiotic more. Relation. So so you know the worm loses a little control in this movie, but he is addicted to the worm. Yeah. You have to live with me forever and be immortal and then become yeah. old all of a sudden because I'm going to be old and fat. So you've got to get some of that curse too. She doesn't though. In the third movie, she, she doesn't become old and fat. I think, I don't know. I'm just well, saying. She's well, I think cursed. there's like an after credit scene in this where they shows her being a little bit older, but like when you, if you watch the third movie, they just like tie her hair back like like Mrs. Claus, right? Yeah, like that, like that tip, like the Rankin Bass style. Well, even without, but... even without that, if you had to be, it's like you have to live for eternity and just be my wife. Yeah. Two weeks That's after meeting him, yeah. This this is insane. Like this is your life now. Your career, your aspirations, your human existence is gone. Your family <laughs> will be. What will you have in five hundred years? Yeah. Unless meme. Unless the theory, <laughs> unless the theory about all the Santa Clauses being the same person is true, and there's just a very short lifespan, and in a few years after this movie. They just die. Well, yeah, the worm, the worm crawls. Also, out of what happened started. to the previous Mrs. Claus? Died. She probably imploded or something, or had a heart attack. Like as soon as um, <laughs> as soon as Santa Claus like fell off the roof, she has a heart um, attack. <laughs> she, I, I think the worm left her body. Now she's Mrs. Claus. Yep. Congratulations, you've gaslighted a woman to marriage and cursed her for eternity. Oh, and the kid grows his uh, tooth Yay. back real quick because he's like... He's good now? Half or Santa or something? Oh, he's got Santa jeans. Maybe that's the first time that's ever happened. I don't know. The son of Santa. Isn't that... I haven't watched it, but isn't that like Santa part Boy of the Prime? plot? The plot of the uh, the TV show is like he's trading his son to be Santa or something. He's trading his son. No, I think... Um, no, in the TV show, he wants to retire. It's not how it works, Santa. So Harold and works, Kum you have Kumar... To, you, you have to die and pass on the worm. Yeah. That's how it works. Someone has to defeat you in ritual combat. God damn it. <laughs> this made me spit beer out my nose. <laughs> yeah, this is just a weird universe. So so if you saw Santa But Claus... these movies, you know, we are being cynical, but these movies are earnest, like to be honest. I uh, yeah. actually we we fun. We're cynical and and we talk about how bad these movies are, but actually I do kind of enjoy them. Right. Um, if you turn your brain off, you know. <laughs> we talked very little about the movie. We like missed half the movie with our other conversations, but. And this movie's about over, isn't it? Yeah. This is. This, I think this is the end here.
Um, just imagine if you saw Tim Claus Santa. I mean, Tim Allen Santa Claus as your dream demon. Your um, <laughs> sleep, sleep paralysis out. demon. God. <laughs> I'm glad I don't get sleep paralysis. I've had it a but, couple times. But now that you've put that image in my head, if I ever do, that's probably what's going to happen. Well, technically, if uh, everybody gets sleep paralysis when you because that shuts your whole body down while you sleep. Yeah. It's whether you're aware of it or not, or not like mm -hmm. having lucid dreams. That's right. what counts. Yeah. So if you saw movie has felt like so a lucid dream. If you saw Tim Allen Santa Claus, <laughs> would you challenge him to ritual combat? Hell no. If you saw Tim Allen, would you challenge him to ritual combat? Um <laughs> Now, okay, no, but who would win? A drunk Tim Allen or a drunk Russell Crowe? Oh, drunk Russell Crowe. 100%. <laughs> yeah, there is, there is a whole song. I don't remember the band, uh, but it's like an Irish punk song. Uh, that's all about how it, the song is the closest I've ever gotten to, to winding up dead was the time I punched Russell Crowe. And it's the whole songs about how he got went to a bar and Russell Crowe was there and he and he punched Russell Crowe and then almost died. <laughs> Jeez. It's a good movie. It's an okay movie. Man, that rotoscoping is harsh. It's an earnest Dang. movie. Yeah. I, I think the third one's not quite as earnest. Oh, he tripped. What happened? Oh, that's the 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 funny reindeer. That happens in every movie. Santa flies across the moon. The end. Oh, well, there it is. There's the movie that maybe we talked about a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. Oh yeah, here All we right, go. Here well, we go. So they show here her looking a little older. Oh, yeah, she's, her hair. But lady here. But you know, and they they put some like a some weight under her. Yes, puppets um, are terrifying. Under her robe there, but if you watch the third movie, they they don't do that. No, they don't. Yeah, she yeah. she stays normal even in the um. The new series, they don't do that. Do like, she dresses Santa like Mrs. What Claus. What is this but... universe? Seriously, what is this universe, though? Is so this they... supposed to be bloopers? Or just post-credit scenes? Just, they're just post-credit scenes. <laughs> so they just put the, the evil, the fascist toy Santa in a toy store? Oh. Like yeah. what if what if some kid buys him, and then learns to be a fascist? That's a scary. That's a scary man. <laughs> All right. Well, in a year from now, we'll do Santa Claus three, maybe, or something completely different. Some. Imagine if we just released a Christmas commentary in June. <laughs> we'll see. It's like, hey, we're at, we're we're just getting this out of the way.
<laughs> Get it all We're away just so release we, it so we can watch a good movie come at Christmas time. Right. Anyways, well, well, now we're that's gonna, it. We're, we're going to have to watch the third one at some point. Right. You can't just watch the first two. Yeah, we could have stopped it with just the first one, and today. then we wouldn't have to commit to it. Yeah, but now that we've watched the second, we've we've committed. We we have to eventually do the third one. It, yeah. Anyways, <laughs> yeah, the weekly, yeah, the weekly planet was a lot smarter about that because they did it all in one month. Got yeah. out of way, but yeah. now we have to wait a year or two, three years, years to do it. <laughs> or release it uh, randomly. Anyways, hope you enjoyed that. If you actually watch it with us, huge uh, pr- uh, props to you, big kudos. Anyways, check us out on Instagram at All Drink Pod. Like, follow, or download on your platform of choice, and um, we'll be back for for another episode. Yes. And maybe next year, and I will help, maybe we'll, we'll, we will do some video stuff. I don't know. I, I think that might could be fun. It uh, would be fun, but we, we have to figure out I'll, all the logistics of that. But, it. but I would, Anyways, that'd be fun. Yeah. See you later. Have a Merry Christmas or Happy Holidays, whatever you celebrate. Uh, we'll see you next week. Our, yeah, we're going to do our recap. Then then we'll take a break. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. This is not a test. I repeat, this is not a test. The Odd Drunk Podcast recommends you follow their Instagram and join their Facebook group for more fun content. To visit all of our current streaming and social media platforms, visit the link tree in the description. If you enjoy the show, we would be appreciated it if you would leave a review on Apple Podcasts. The Odd Drunk Podcast would like to remind you to drink responsibly and not to drink and drive.